the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, West Central Florida. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. We are honored to have you with us today. We never take your presence for granted. And uh, for those of you listening in today on our fake talk stations, we are glad to have you here. Well, I just want to give a shout out to all the ladies who joined us last night at Mission Hill Church there in Temple Terrace. It was our annual ladies night out. And uh, boy, it was just uh, the attendance, the enthusiasm all of you gals that got together last night, uh, quite an inspiration. And um, we do this to, well, get you a chance to get out of the house, get you an, a chance to get with other uh, ladies uh, in, in just one one place and to have some fun and some fun for an evening. And uh, according to many of uh, the comments that were made by uh, many of you uh, on the way out, uh, you just had a very grand time and we are so we and the sponsors who made uh, everything happen last night, uh, uh, we are just so pleased because that uh, was our goal. And, of course, I uh, want to give a special shout-out to Dr. Paul Purvis. Um, he uh, opened up with prayer last night, but uh, he is the lead pastor uh, there uh, at the church. And uh, he's also host uh, of the Barnabas Principle, and uh, that is uh, airing on Sundays at 12 o'clock. Barnabas Effect, excuse me. Well, Principle Effect, but let's go with the official name, Barnabas Effect. Um, that's airing um, each Sunday at 12 o'clock uh, here on AM 57910, 102.1 in Lakeland, 100.3. Also, you can download the podcast, uh, but uh, tell you what, he is a great encourager. And... Um, I forget the number because of my of my mind and my forgetfulness, but uh, over a hundred different um, nations are represented uh, in his congregation, and uh, you know that they are strategically located just around the corner from the University of South Florida, and so uh, a lot of those people uh, who are uh, here uh, with this, with uh, their work studies, professors, et cetera, et cetera. That gives him that uh, opportunity. But uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies, for um, 
coming out. And uh, we hope that uh, it was uh, a nice little respite in all of what you do. Well, today we're going to be talking about several things uh, coming up. Have you thought about uh, what's happening with the coronavirus? We'll talk about that in a second. But one of the topics today is the coronavirus is sending people home uh, to work at home. And now there is some belief that possibly could there be an Internet slowdown with all the people working on the Internet at home? We'll talk about that today. By the way, in Florida, if you had voted for, um, well, let's see, Mayor Pete or Elizabeth Warren, or how about if you early voted for the uh, former mayor of New York, Bloomberg, you either early voted, or, or how about if you sent your ballot in? Are you able now that they've dropped out and you go, oh, my word, uh, are you able to do a do-over in Florida? Can you vote again? We'll talk about that on today's show. I think it's an important topic. And uh, how about those that are taking medical marijuana? Uh, there is a um, there's a substance, and when you smoke medical medical marijuana, it's called THC. And uh, uh, marijuana can have either a small percentage or a huge percentage. Well, the Florida House uh, has um, revisited that again. And we'll talk about the fact that uh, putting a a cap on the THC level in medical marijuana here in Florida is back to life again in the House. Now, coming up in our our third hour, um, two important, well, at least one important and one very uh, significant uh, um, uh, programming announcement. You know, 5 o'clock is always our time to visit with Focus on the Family first up and then uh, Movie Guide. Well, coming up on Focus on the Family, did you know that this is National Self-Harm Awareness Month? Well, it is. And we've got an expert joining us from uh, Focus on the Family. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Dr. Joni DeBrito is going to be with us, and uh, she is a 30-year-plus expert. And so uh, she'll talk about uh, what's happening with those that are cutting and uh, all of the important uh, aspects around uh, that uh, particular activity. Then we'll head on out from Colorado Springs. We'll head on out to uh, Los Angeles on the Hollywood Beat. Dr. Ted Bear himself will be with us, and of course, he's the founder and publisher of Movie Guide. He's going to give us a review on The Way Back, that opens today, give us a review on Onward, plus we'll talk about James Bond. My name is Bond, James Bond. Well, uh, a lot's on the stake for MGM, and they have just announced that because of the coronavirus, they are now pushing back the opening of that movie, which I think was in May or June, uh, because of the coronavirus. Uh, we'll talk to Dr. Ted Bear about that as well. And there's an article that has been published on Movie Guide about Chris Pratt um, and how he has come to really give his faith to the Lord. And that uh, as well is going to be on our topic list today. As always, remember that our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I want to remind you that we need to keep uh, our fellow Americans in uh, Tennessee in our minds all around the Nashville area. Uh, The destruction is, uh, is just breathless. 
I want to tell you that the president uh, a little while ago was on the ground in Tennessee getting an opportunity to take a first-hand look at the carnage. Uh, And uh, remember that for every structure that you may see in a still photograph or in a video report, there is a family. Uh, There could be a mom or dad or a single parent. It could be kids. It could be animals. All sort of of, um, concerns to pray about. And, of course, for those people in the destroyed houses, guess what? It's about starting over again. And uh, but by the grace of God, there go us. So <clears throat> president was there giving them some um, uh, um, attention this afternoon. And he is um, going to be leaving Tennessee. He's going to be uh, flying on to Atlanta, I believe. But I know that uh, he is going to be visiting the Center for Disease Control. And that visit was held up a little bit because there was a thought that maybe one of the employees there had contracted uh, the uh, the virus, the coronavirus. Uh, evidently, that is not the case. So the president is going to go and meet with the top leadership there at that office. And, of course, as commander-in-chief and uh, the leader of the free world, he's going to be there to uh, uh, get a firsthand briefing and understanding about uh, where we are in that process and, of course, with all the testing. And uh, he'll also be a great encouragement to while he's there. And when he finishes up there, I anticipate he's heading down to Florida, Mar Largo, because he's scheduled to be there this weekend. He's going to be doing some uh, diplomatic activity with a foreign leader, so uh, he's on his way here. Now, all of that happened uh, after he had a signing ceremony, the fast track. Wouldn't it be nice if Congress did this for everything? Hey, here's, how about daylight savings time? We'll talk about that. Uh, but anyway, the president, uh, the, the the House voted for the $8.3 billion uh, to put into the resources to fight the coronavirus. The Senate took it up yesterday, passed it. It was uh, probably hand-carried down to the White House. The president signed that uh, uh, before he left uh, Washington to go to Tennessee and Georgia and to come down here to Florida. So... Uh, they now officially have an $8.3 billion allocation there uh, for all of their needs. So, coronavirus, let me give you today's update. Today's update is we've got a special page for you. Uh, go to our website right now if you haven't heard, letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. When you land on that page, on the top bar, you'll see coronavirus. Just click on that. That is your one-stop shop to find out exactly what the latest information is on the coronavirus. Uh, We have the link to the World Health Organization. We've got the link to the CDC. We've got the link to the Florida Department of Health. We've got links to every one of your individual health departments of whatever county uh, you're in in our terrestrial market. Now, some of you are listening on the Internet. Uh, We don't have uh, the whole nationwide uh, deal, but just for the folks that are in our uh, terrestrial or those that are in the listening range of our transmitters. And uh, remember that uh, the information is changing so fast. And also, uh, you might be listening to a report uh, even from some, some other entity at 3 o'clock, and uh, that hasn't been updated since uh, 8 o'clock this morning, and things are changing so fast. So in an effort to fully, fully support you and give you the best coverage, um, instead of us uh, spending a lot of time at this point, uh, when necessary, if necessary in the future, we'll 
We'll address some things, but right now, the best thing that we believe that we could do to keep you informed is uh, to provide you the page, a one-stop so, one stop source and stop of a web page. You can hit the links for any of those uh, entities I just spoke about, and guess what? You're going to be reading the very, very, very latest because we are updating all of those links uh, at the moment that they're updating their links, and so that way we can keep you plugged in. Remember, if you've got uh, a question about the coronavirus, go to our page at letstalkfaith.com slash coronavirus. And uh, we've got the number for the uh, information uh, or the question and information line uh, up in the state of Florida. Uh, now, that's going to be open until 5 o'clock today, open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. The other resource is uh, click on your home county. You've got the phone number for your health department. You can call them. Um, I'm giving you this bit of advice uh, every day. If you've got a question or a self-concern about yourself or a family member, please don't call your doctor. Please don't go to your doctor if you think you may have a symptom. Uh, And and don't just go to the hospital. No, uh, give a call to the state of Florida or to your health department. Tell them the situation that you have. They have experts right there on the telephone. They're going to give you the best uh, and the, the most current advice, and they'll tell you what to do and how to do it. And uh, quite frankly, if you think you've got some systems, there's no sense traveling and sitting in a doctor's office or sitting in the waiting room of a hospital. There is a very, very specific protocol. So we just want to be here for you. We want to keep you informed. At the same time, um, we are not going to be in the business of doing uh, any sort of hype whatsoever uh, you know, just to get you to tune in. No, no, we're going to stick to the facts. Our phone lines are open, and guess what? If you want to call, if you want to talk about today's topics, that's 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. This is the Bill Bunkley Show with uh, yours truly, Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. How many times has God spoken to you and told you what to do and you rationalized it? Oh, well, I know it's what the Bible says, but you know what? That was written so long ago, and, and besides that, that doesn't apply to me. Listen, that's what this book's all about. This, this is God's instruction book that teaches how to walk in obedience to God and to do so, listen, willfully, joyfully, happily, confidently, boldly, with great expectation. What has God said in His Word to you that needs to go in your life and you're still holding on to it? Obedience. Here's what obedience is, doing what God says when He says do it and how He says do it. It's just that simple. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at intouch.org. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. 
Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open this afternoon, 877-943-9673. I wanted to just uh, have a little chat this afternoon. And, uh, of course, the 5 o'clock hour, we are having our regular programming with Focus on the Family as well as Movie Guide. But a couple of thoughts on this Friday afternoon. First of all, remember, remember, we're springing forward. Excuse me, we're falling back. We're spring, excuse me, we're springing forward. That's right. When it's 2 o'clock tomorrow, uh, Saturday, uh, excuse me, let's start over. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And, uh, hey, I want to remind you that on, we on, will be springing. Let's do this right. Ready? Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. <laughs> Cut number two. Hey, I want to remind you that coming up uh, on Sunday morning, 2 a.m., 2 a.m. becomes 3 a.m. And what that means is you're going to lose an hour of sleep. Now, if you're like me, and um, I, um, I'm humbled, I teach a Bible fellowship class at Idaho Baptist Church on Sunday morning. Uh, some would call it Sunday school, whatever. We meet at 8 a.m. We are the 8 o'clock dedicated crowd. Um, and so, uh, I can tell you that probably eight, eight or eight thirty is when I'm going to be hitting the rack, uh, Saturday night. I'm not going to push it, especially with, uh, my diminished, uh, energy because of, uh, the whole uh, leukemia uh, battle that I'm in. But, uh, Hey, want to make sure that you set those clocks straight and, and yes, let me give you an update. Uh, you're going to be hearing tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, all three days, uh, we're playing it through the weekend. It will be my latest edition of Something to Think About, which will premiere sometime after midnight tonight. And I talk about the fact that, yes, the state of Florida, you know, we have requested some time back. It passed the legislature. It passed uh, the governor's signature. Uh, it's up in Congress. And uh, we have asked permission for us not to fool with going back and forth on daylight savings time, we would just like the state of Florida to stay on daylight savings time all year. Well, I guess the government's just got a lot of busy things going. I guess if they couldn't get to the budget uh, to deliberate a budget, I guess I guess they certainly don't have time to worry about our little issue. And by the way, I think there's seven other states that have passed that would like to stay on daylight savings time as well. Uh, Marco Rubio, other senators, Senator Scott, certainly have been working on it, as well as senators from the other states. But uh, all we got is crickets. All we have is crickets. And so uh, 
we go back into the routine coming up this weekend. But uh, listen for my something to think about because I asked the question, whatever happened to states' rights? Remember our founding fathers? Our founding fathers put together this republic. And the idea was that you had the original colonies and the original states. And the, the idea is, is that, believe me, and it was based on different denominations, the different states had people who come from different subsets of the U.K. and Europe, whatnot. And uh, because of their differing theological beliefs, I mean, that's what made some of these states almost, uh, uh, excuse me, some of these colonies almost uh, appear to be small countries or small states. But the idea was that the federal government would sort of be the, the general glue that holds the republic together, but states' rights were supposed to be extremely important. Now, we ended up fighting uh, not the only battle about this, but uh, one of the big battles over states' rights was, of course, the Civil War. And uh, a lot of sub-elements that went into uh, that conflict. But i got to tell you that, okay, If we want to have daylight savings time year-round in Florida, and if we decide to do that, why can't we do it? What about our state's rights? Well, you got the bureaucracy, you got everything else, and uh, the way things are written. And remember, power and control is everything to a politician. Power and control to, to a public servant. Because retaining retaining the power, retaining the strings, that's all important. So, anyway, remember to spring for it. And, by the way, I understand in some parts of our listening area, I just got this on the break. Believe it or not, it's been pretty muggy yesterday and a little bit cooler today. When we wake up tomorrow morning, it may be in the 30s where you live. So, make sure you check out the, the report for your local area. And certainly don't leave any animals out if you're down in the lower areas and uh, cover up those plants that could be uh, could be burnt by uh, any kind of freeze, and uh, run that water if you got a frame house. But take a, take those precautions and and uh, boy, it's been wild, hasn't it? Hey, I want to give you another challenge. When you're driving around and you're driving in an area where there are oak trees, it's amazing. Uh, put your phone down. I know you don't drive and 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 text or, or talk or etc but anyway put the phone down and when you drive through an area where you've got uh, a section of a whole lot of oak trees take a look at the oak trees now the oak trees that are in front of my house they basically are kind of starting to maybe do a pod open up and maybe we'll get some leaves I can look uh, two houses down and Man, there's a whole lot of shade under that oak tree because a lot of the leaves are out. But look at the confusion even among nature. Huh, where are we at? Are we over? Is it spring? Is it back to winter? What is it? And, uh, of course, uh, there's another interesting tale that when you particularly look at oak trees in Florida, did you know that you cannot uh, look at the rings of an old oak tree and accurately um, estimate the year of that tree for the very reason of what you're seeing with some trees think it's over some some trees are, are dormant some trees uh, thinking we're already in the spring <clears throat> well not only does that confuse that you we can see right now but it also has to do with the rings of an oak tree and um, I never knew this till 
recently, maybe about three or four or five, six months ago, uh, and having a discussion that uh, even the trees in their historical record may not be an accurate historical record because just kind of crazy. But anyway, um, <coughs> we're going to be um, ushering in a new weekend and uh, a new uh, a new time uh, zone uh, for a few months. And so let's just rejoice in the Lord that uh, we live in a place where it's absolutely stunningly beautiful to get outside. Now, we're going to take a break. And uh, when I come back, I want to talk about something that I was meditating over and reading over in today's quiet time. And, um, you know, I use different commentaries. Um, you know, I read, um, I read the Bible through in a year. So I read a portion of the Bible every day. I read a little bit of Old Testament, New Testament. Uh, then I read a proverb. Today I read Proverbs 6. Last night I read every 30th Psalm from Psalm 35, from 5 to 35. And then I use um, Our Daily Bread, a devotional. Uh, Oswald Chambers, uh, My Utmost for His Highest, as well as Billy Graham's devotional. When I come back, I want to talk about Ecclesiastes 4.9. And it's all about asking for help and teaming with someone. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has toured a neighborhood in Tennessee reduced to rubble by a tornado earlier this week and marveled at the tremendous heart he witnessed. He also offered a message for survivors and those who lost family members, saying, quote, we love them, they're special people. Passengers aboard a cruise ship off the California coast have been instructed to stay in their cabins as they await test results that show whether the coronavirus is spreading among the 3,500 people aboard. The results are expected today. Hiring up in February as employers added 273,000 jobs evidence the economy was in strong shape before the coronavirus outbreak. The Labor Department says the unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, matching a 50-year low. The upbeat jobs report did not sway Wall Street, which appears to be heading for more losses today. The Dow was down 693 points. The Nasdaq off 305. This is SRN News. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. 
Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine and Mercy Me's Bart Miller. Now we have an artist who's had 32 number one singles. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. On March 13th. They're getting married. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Based on the inspiring true story. He chose to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I Still Believe. believe. Starring K.J. Appa, Rick Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters March 13th. Go to IStillBelieveMovie.com. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us, or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise, departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. You know, today I was reading, and this wasn't uh, my reading through the Bible uh, segment that I do uh, daily. This was um, uh, any of you who uh, use Our Daily Bread and have already done today's devotional, then you'll be a little bit familiar with what I, I just thought I would speak about today. And it has to do with uh, the verses in Ecclesiastes. And um, there's a little bit uh, of, a, of a different thought and interpretation than directly to uh, the text. But let me just read um, uh, some excerpts out of uh, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Think about this. Two, that means two people, you and someone you're accountable to. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Now, why, you may ask? Verse 10. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Now, I want you to think about that. And as you can probably well imagine, um, I am um, I am in a fight with leukemia. 
and um, I know that my fight uh, is at least uh, uh, going to be continuing at a bare minimum to, uh, let's say, September of 2021, not this September, but September 2021, and um, I certainly have some um, um, uh, challenges uh, that are a result of the cancer, but are, that are not the cancer itself, and um, I think I'm going to probably do a segment uh, at some point in time and get some folks together um, to talk about not only when you're diagnosed with cancer and in that period where you're getting test results and you are praying about your course of action uh, in response to a cancer diagnosis and you go through the period of wondering, okay, am I getting ready to go to go home, Lord, or am I going to come out the other side of this? Which, in my realm, I was thinking about uh, my ministry because that's the way I've uh, that's the way I've um, uh, yielded my life to Christ here um, some time back in a more deeper way. But then um, you also we very rarely talk about it, but what are the financial realities, not only if you pass on, and depending on life insurance, but the financial realities if the Lord keeps you in service and you have a, a financial reversal because you've got a lot of time that you're sidelined and you've got a lot of time that you may not be at work and uh, in my situation, I'm back full speed at um, here at my ministry on the radio every afternoon for my Salem Radio Network. But uh, my other ministry is the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission, and uh, we have a lot of rebuilding to do because of my absence, uh, both in terms of ministry contacts, but but let's be blunt, uh, in the area of finances, because uh, um, I never thought about the financial reversals that uh, I would be dealing with um, in the shortages right now. And I just say that to be transparent because any of you who have gone through either an extended job loss, cancer, health, or anything, or even a divorce, or, or all of those things, you know, there, there's all sorts of bends in the road that we may not be prepared for. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm setting this up this way is... I can't tell you how I will be eternally grateful. First of all, like I shared last night at the Ladies' Night Out, uh, when someone tells me that they've been praying for me, I am humble. I want to tell you that for maybe two years, maybe since this started, I'm not going to mention any names, but every week, I get a new uh, card of encouragement from the same couple each and every week reminding me of a principle and telling me that they, they are praying for me. Now, I want to tell you the importance of not going life alone as a lone agent. <clears throat> and especially in our community called the community of Christians. You know, today we talked a lot uh, about being uh, Oswald Chambers today. If you want to check out My Utmost for, the, for His Highest, talked about 
the importance of being generous and being a giver and not living a life of always wanting to get and acquire. But here I have people who have prayed, and then I have a couple who have taken upon themselves that I haven't missed a week. I haven't missed a week of their card of encouragement. And to me, that's pretty awesome today. And I, by the way, I, I'm I'm nothing special. I give all the glory to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because everyone, all of us are his hands and his feet. And this couple, <clears throat> in response to the Lord and the situation, they take it upon themselves to be his messenger of encouragement, one of many. <clears throat> now, let me also tell you, the folks who have stepped in, the folks who have come alongside, not only in prayer, but um, in, um, in just helping us out, uh, you know, uh, here and there uh, financially, uh, I will forever be indebted. And so I wanted to just, as the Lord was speaking to me in quiet time, I, I wanted to pull the veil back a little bit on, on my situation to talk about how important it is for us, first of all, for us not to be watching church on the Internet. For us not to be just listening to Charles Stanley on WTBN at home. Or listening to Dr. David Jeremiah. Or listening to Dr. Paul Purvis. Any of our, our, our fantastic pastor programmers, uh, June Hunt, you know, Ministry for the Ladies here. Uh, how important it is to not forsake the gathering of yourselves. And not only be in church, but also by transparency and, 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 and accountability. The idea of ministering one to another. As I said last night, remember Barnabas? And Barnabas was a pretty successful, well-to-do landowner, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. He truly sold everything and put the money in for the cooperative use of the church. Of course, he's known as the great encourager. And um, and when you look at this verse, pity anyone. This is the second part of verse 10, Ecclesiastes 4.10. Pity, pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. You know, because of the of this verse and the fact that in some instances I'm still down, but when I have fallen down, okay, there have been those here to help me. Not just my family, but many, many others. And you know, when you think about Jesus talking about the fact that when he sent out uh, those to evangelize his apostles, what did he do? He sent them out two by two. And uh, and think about the emotional side. In, in verse 12 of Ecclesiastes 4 tells us, Though one may be overpowered, if you're just moving out there by yourself, two together, or two, can defend themselves. And a cord of three strands is not quickly broken. That's why we do not forsake the assembly of ourselves. That's why small groups are important. 
That's why being tight with a handful of believers, and remember the early church were house churches, and they weren't large, large, particular, they gathered in large ways, but no, it was an intimate setting. And so here's what I jotted down this morning just to kind of bring this in for a landing. There is no shame in admitting that we need help or assistance. Let me repeat, as a Christian, there is no shame in admitting we need help or assistance. We need help when we physically or emotionally fall. God will use others to reach out to us, to pick us up, to minister to us. And it just dawned on me how many veteran Orthodox Christians, or even those looking at the faith today, one of the key principles is is that there is no shame. There's no shame to say, hey, brother, I need some physical help. First pray with me, but boy, I have a physical need. Hey, I've got an emotional need. Now, obviously, you have to be walking forward, led by the Holy Spirit, and doing everything that you understand that he has told you to do. This isn't just asking for help for asking for help, uh, uh, you know, uh, prince uh, reasons. Um, quite frankly, unless you're in a jam or you've fallen down or you've got an issue. But the good thing is, is that we come in and out of these situations. And I can tell you what I'm praying about. I am praying for the day that, um, um, in my case, we get the Ethics Reservory Commission back up and running and fully funded. I'm looking for the day when I can crawl out of my financial reversal because I'm looking forward to the day that God's been so gracious to me that uh, I just want to be able to meet people's needs uh, financially or physically. Uh, from time to time when God brings that need across my path. And um, so I can just tell you, and some of you can relate to this, who've gone down that um, that valley of cancer, uh, in a valley of unknown, that, um, well, I tell you what, when you realize what the relationship with Jesus Christ is, um, it, it is just so rich and so... Um, if you're not uh, in one of those bends in the road, I just pray that you look for little opportunities to to bless and to come alongside. Uh, maybe, you know, mow the lawn of one of the seniors in your church or trim the hedges or whatever it might be. But I want to tell you, Lone Ranger Christians is not what it's all about. All the way from Ecclesiastes, all the way to the New Testament, just remember remember this two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor if either of them falls down one can help the other up but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up some thoughts from the word of god more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in just a moment. Of course, we'll be joined by our answer stations, top of the hour, and great segments today in the 5 o'clock hour from Focus on the Family and Movie Guide. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
competition in other places. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment. I have a lot of friends who are racing fans. They're as devoted and passionate to the sport as the drivers and racing teams themselves. But unlike the crew and driver they follow, they never get in the race. We may be a lot like that, planning for this and for that, but never actually jumping in because we're concerned with the very real prospect that we may not be able to finish the race. Planning is necessary, and it will help you. But there comes a time in everything when you have to step out and get in the race with God. He will be pacing us to the finish line. New York Times best-selling author Tony Dungy, author of the popular Uncommon book series. More at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Outer Maria from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. Do they have any problems with the drinking water? I always worry about the conditions of the water. I don't know if it has holes in the pipes. In winter, they get sick. They might get diarrhea. They might get uh, stomach ache. I believe that is because of the, the water conditions that they have. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673. 855-353-HOPE. Or give online at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And that's Luke 21, 24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people, the blinders will start coming off. That's when the gen- time of the Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 
and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. All right, let's get the uh, let's get the blood pumping right here with a little bit of uh, moving bumper music. Hey, welcome back, Bill Bunkley here on the Bill Bunkley Show, and getting ready for a marvelous weekend to uh, see what God has in store for us. Well, let me give you a quick update on uh, medical marijuana here in the state of Florida as it relates to THC. Excuse me, THC. The Florida House has uh, sort of given life to uh, an idea of defining and in some respects um, limiting the amount of THC in various forms of medical marijuana. In fact, uh, the essence of that bill was uh, successfully amended on to a larger health uh, package bill yesterday. So... um, And I know that uh, for some, this probably has some mixed signals. So let me kind of walk through just a little bit. And by the way, this can change. An amendment can be amended, and there's a long way to go. But the fact that uh, this got got amended on a House bill in the Florida House of Representatives, it is important for us to take notice. So here's the idea. Uh, as you know, the state of Florida did not uh, intend in the beginning for smoking marijuana to be any part of the medical marijuana. We started out with the CDB oil, uh, particularly for kids, uh, young people, um, to help them um, in some of uh, their particular issues. And uh, the CDB uh, appears, not necessarily through a lot of clinical studies, but uh, appeared to uh, have a positive impact to hack them. And that's when they were having, you know, convulsions and things of that nature. And so that was, uh, you know, kind of volume number one, turning to volume or page page number one. Page number two was the constitutional amendment. And the idea was that um, you wouldn't smoke it, uh, but you could, uh, you know, use marijuana in different forms, uh, particularly uh, for those who had... um, uh, illnesses, uh, six months left to live, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, so now let's talk about the factoid. The factoid, and I mentioned this several times, but uh, when the issue resurfaces, it's good to cover the ground again. The marijuana that is either on the streets today or potentially on the medicinal counters, this is not your grandmother's marijuana from the 60s and 70s. The uh, genetic alteration of marijuana. Right now, uh, there's two major substances that uh, get get the headlines. One is the CDB, which is the oil extra extract that has nothing to do 
with providing you with any kind of euphoric high, anything like that. <clears throat> then you have the THC. THC is the element that does give you the high, the uh, euphoric sort of marijuana buzz, as uh, has been used uh, for decades and decades. Now, unlike your grandmother or grandfather's marijuana of uh, decades ago, today's marijuana it can be engineered in so many different ways, and especially for the street level, um, you can get into marijuana that has a tremendously high uh, percentage concentrations of the part that gives you a buzz, and that's THC. So, um, so the question is, so just how much THC should be in medical marijuana? Now, I can tell you with some folks that uh, are using it, using the med- medical marijuana, I mean, you even talk about that. Let me just tell you, th- those can be fighting words. But here's what, uh, here's at least, now this can change, so let me just give you the, the basic layout here uh, very quickly. Um, we, we always have a concern for young people under the age of 18. And this bill would, uh, was designed to limit THC uh, um, uh, distribution to kids under 18, limited to just 10%, 10%. Now, on the far other extreme of, uh, of the consideration, if you have been certified by a doctor that the medical evaluation is that you've got about six months or less to live, there's not really any reduction uh, in the amount of THC that you can have in that medically described marijuana because uh, the side effects and, you know, you're putting a substance into your lungs, et cetera, et cetera, at the point that you have six months to live, all the other medical concerns um, are on the sideline. It's just to give you comfort and palliative care. Then you've got the uh, area in between, and um, uh, I think the bill, uh, at least the way the bill was structured before, um, 10% to everyone in the middle. However, your doctor could specify a higher percentage of uh, THC depending on your condition. So keep in mind the pro, well, the pro-recreational folks, you can bet that they just want uh, medical marijuana uh, with no restrictions on THC one way or another. And then you've got some folks that, uh, depending on what they're using the marijuana for, that sometimes they may want a higher percentage. So anyway, it kind of looked like it was dead. It's alive again. And, uh, you know, since uh, we've got a lot of people potentially driving around, distracted driving, texting, and alcohol, now we've got to remember that marijuana in high concentrations could be out there. Well, we're going to take a break. When I come back, our answer stations will join us. More of the Real Monthly Show. Be right back. When you're not Travel Cats travel experts announce brand new stay and play golf vacations at Sandals All-Inclusive Resorts. Play any of six prestigious courses across the Caribbean with complimentary green fees and transfers, including the Greg Norman Signature Course at Emerald Bay or Journey to Ireland and play on the Emerald Isle. Call Travel Cats to design your golf getaway. 352-277-7300. TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. 
Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune in to Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teaching. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has met with officials in Tennessee as well as survivors of this week's deadly tornado. I have a message for the families of uh, those that lost their lives. And we love them. They're special people. It's an incredible place, incredible state, a tremendous heart. The president toured hard-hit communities in Putnam County where a tornado tore a two-mile-long path, killing 18 people, including five children under 13. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee told the president the People in his state are encouraged by the support of the federal government and the whole country. God has used volunteers to bring hope to people all across our state. And your presence here reminds us that people all across the country care about what's happening here. So we're grateful. President Trump is now in Georgia, where he'll be meeting with officials at the CDC. He earlier signed into law emergency funding to deal with the coronavirus that had been approved by Congress. Also at SRNews.com, the president hailing the government's latest job numbers, which show employers added 273,000 positions last month. They're incredible. President Trump's assessment echoes that of Diane Swank. It was a blowout report. The Grant Thornton chief economist notes the February jobs report reflects a pre-coronavirus world. Layoffs have already started begun in the leisure and hospitality sector in March, but at least people had a cushion going in, really critical to surviving and making it through this crisis. And President Trump says he can see possible upsides in the crisis. We're going to have Americans staying home instead of going and spending their money on other countries. The unemployment rate edged down to 3.5 percent last month, matching a 50-year low, while wages were up 3 percent compared with a year ago. Ben Thomas, Washington. But upbeat report not swaying Wall Street. The Dow is down 270 points. The Nasdaq is off 160. This is SRN News. This is Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, and we want to help your house feel more like a home with some of the lowest refinancing rates ever. Rates have dropped so much that many Americans can reduce their rate. You may be able to save money on your monthly mortgage payment right now. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% B or C this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine and Mercy Me's Bart Miller. Now we have an artist who's had 32 number one singles. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. On March 13th. They're getting married. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Based on the inspiring true story. He chose to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. I still believe. I still believe. Starring KJ Apa, Rick Robertson, Shania Twain, and Gary Sinise. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. In theaters March 13th. Go to IStillBelieveMovie.com. Christians like the Supreme Court. SRN's Michael Harrington reports. A new poll from the Pew Research Center indicates that 69% of believers have a favorable view of the court in its current configuration, compared to just 51% of Americans who have no religious affiliation. 
White evangelicals like the justices more than anyone else, a 72% favorable rating. White mainline believers and Catholics are also in the 70s. Three out of four Republicans also favor the Supreme Court versus 49% of Democrats who do. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The International Olympic Committee says it will wait until after the Tokyo Olympics to publish new guidelines on transgender athletes that are meant to protect safety and fairness. The IOC's medical and scientific director, Richard Budget, says that changing the policy so close to Tokyo would not be ethically or legally fair. This is SRN News. If you're concerned about the state of modern education, have you considered enrolling your child in a private Christian school? Go to ChristianTuitions.com and discover how to get 50% off your first year. Find a school near you at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. And I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back to hour number two of the Bill Bunkley Show. Glad to have you with us on board, especially our special guest today. Well, our special guest almost every day. Today we have our listeners on AM860, The Answer, West Central Florida. Good to have you with me today. Boy, I tell you what, I always enjoy having you on board, as well as AM930, Sarasota Bradenton. Um, our answer audience is joining our Faith Talk audience this afternoon and for the next hour for the combined audience. Hey, thanks for being here. I really, really, really appreciate it. Well, let's take a look real quick of what's happening in the markets. Another seesaw day for sure. Uh, well, not necessarily the seesaw day itself, although it's been up and down, but especially for the week. We are not doing too bad this afternoon, Central Florida. Why? Well, this is liable to change a little bit before um, the next uh, few minutes or so. But right now, the market wrap-up this afternoon, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is only off 256.5 points. Now, normally, I wouldn't be using that adjective with this number. But I can tell you, we had another eight or 900-point day somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, we were there. So we are, I'm encouraged, I'm encouraged that uh, we certainly have some of the big hedge funds and others certainly manipulating the market and uh, doing that to help them with their positions. But at least right now, we are not going into the weekend with a major, major sell-off, uh, you know, 800, 900, 1200, whatever it could be. So anyway, uh, right now we're down point to 90, uh, point, uh, 98%, again, 0.98%. The Dow Jones closing at 25,864.78. S&P 500 is off uh, 51.57 points. That's off 1.71% to close at 29,72.37. And uh, the NASDAQ uh, is off 162.9. Um, 
got hit a little bit uh, a little bit more heavier than the S&P 500. They're off 1.87% to close at 8575.62. So, there is a small weekly gain this Friday from all the last 5 days of the action so that gives you a little bit of an update of where we are all where we're at in that particular situation. But um want to remind you that uh, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Also, um, I want to bring along a special programming note. We got a special opportunity tonight on our Fate Talk stations. That's at 8 o'clock sharp tonight. Uh, We're going to have a special edition of Faith Answers by Pastor Gary Roy. That's uh, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. That's going to be happening at 8 o'clock tonight on... um, our Faith Talk stations, AM 570, AM 910 in Plant City, 102.1 in Lakeland, Winter Haven, 100.3 in Hudson, Newport, Ritchie. And uh, I'll mention that again during this hour, but that's going to be a, a very uh, special time to get together for some faith answers. Well, as we gather this afternoon, um, a couple things that I wanted to uh, talk about, a couple things I wanted to update You probably may or may not have heard that President Trump has now sued CNN. He sued uh, one of our major newspapers. Now they have filed suit against CNN for false uh, stories about him. Uh, That certainly is uh, going to be interesting as we go forward. So uh, the feud with CNN continues to uh, uh, escalate higher and higher. And so that's what we're seeing here this afternoon. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, one of the topics that I wanted to uh, hit today. I wonder how many of you that are listening have been asked to uh, relocate from the office to your home. Just to take a little bit of an extra step of safety concerning the coronavirus. And the reason why I ask that, number one, we have seen in the last three weeks a, a pop or a jump, if you will, in sales of PCs that we believe is attributed to businesses who are getting their employees up to speed by working out of their home rather than coming to the office. And so I'm wondering how many folks have... Um, have uh, been uh, offered that option or maybe not an option maybe been told hey we're going to do something defensively and we're going to let you go home and work and i'm very familiar with that because uh, uh mrs bunkley uh she has been uh, more than 25 years uh worked for legacy airlines and uh, legacy airline and uh she's been a home agent manager for years and years and years as uh in the reservation sector of uh this particular carrier so well acquainted with those that work from home. Here is something that may be interesting. Now, I don't know how many of you have or are planning to work from home, but what's going to happen when you work from home? You're going to be using what? Well, you may be using a telephone. And that's no big deal, right? But you're also going to probably jump, be jumping on the Internet for your work, for your emails. And Bloomberg, not, not the uh, 
not the uh, sort of disgraced New York mayor who um, obviously made the worst uh, investment decision of his life, cost him uh, probably north of a half a billion dollars. But no, the uh, Bloomberg Media Organization had a uh, a thought-provoking article today talking about the fact that the Internet may well get a little slow, a little clogged up. Because now there is going to be a host of people who instead of, and I've, I've experienced this from time to time, especially, especially if it's Thanksgiving or, or Christmas weekend, right? Man, you try to hop on and watch something streaming, you know, on a PC when the whole world is off, the whole family is over, and you can just see that uh, the traffic gets uh, really bogged down like a Friday afternoon, maybe looking outside the car that you're in right now. And so the Internet can get bogged down. And so there's some speculation depending, as we go forward, how many people uh, might be impacted by um, their going home to work and then maybe the Internet slowing down during the day. For most people, uh, if you happen to be home during the day on a work day, um, you've got uh, probably the best freeway uh, time-wise from probably 8 to 5 o'clock because most people are out working. There's some that are working at home, but certainly the engineering uh, of the, the network for where you happen to live and, and how that is pumped in, <clears throat> that has been worked out. Well, now we've got this uh, very different paradigm shift uh, with uh, the number of usages, uh, how big the files are that are going back and forth. And by the way, I'm, I'm talking like I know what I talk about. Trust me, I don't. I, I know enough to not only be dangerous, I know enough to bring a system down in a heartbeat probably. But uh, anyway, uh, you get the general idea, and so um, that's going to be something that we're going to be watching going forward uh, that that could be one of the um, uh, unintended consequences that uh, we'll just might be experiencing as uh, we get through the next uh, uh, few days, weeks, months, maybe a year as um, we are, are, are praying and hoping that this will come uh, come under uh, great control. By the way, I want to remind you, for those of you on um, listening on our answer stations this afternoon, as well as letstalkfaith.com, let me tell you that I uh, our, we, are, we have got a, a very special way to keep you absolutely up to date on the coronavirus. And um, we'll talk about some of the surrounding uh, issues, topics about the coronavirus. But for all of the updates, uh, go. Uh, I've got three options since we have all three uh, different platforms listening. Those of you on Faith Talk know that if you go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, uh, you've got that bar at the top, and you can hit the coronavirus, and it's going to take you to our special information page. If you are listening here in West Central Florida, Tampa Bay area, um, on on AM 860, The Answer, you can go to TheAnswerTampa.com, TheAnswerTampa.com, and uh, when you get there, you see on the top bar, you see coronavirus, click that, that takes you to the exact same page. And for 
those in Sarasota and uh, Bradenton, AM 930, listening this afternoon, go to TheAnswerSarasota.com, TheAnswerSarasota.com. That's going to take you to a dedicated page, and we have the latest, unfiltered, no fake news, no speculation, no scaring you unnecessarily. We've got the facts, just the facts, ma'am. When you go there, you're going to have the hotline number to the state of Florida, and that's 8 to 5 uh, Eastern Standard Time that you can call if you have a question about the virus or maybe a question about yourself or someone close to you in terms of uh, any kind of signs or anything. We have that number to call. We also have, if you want the latest update on what's happening globally, we've got the direct link to the World Health Organization. If you want to check in with the CDC in Atlanta, click on that. You'll get their latest updates. Also, the Florida Department of Health and all of the health departments all throughout our WTBN or answer stations in our listener footprint with our terrestrial uh, transmitting of um, of our uh, Salem platforms here. And so what that means is, is that uh, any time, if it's 9 o'clock tonight, you hear something and you go, man, what is that? Just go to your respective page and uh, get to our uh, Coronas um, page and click on whatever whatever you hear. If you think it's something the CDC may be weighing in or the World Health Organization or you hear about something in a particular county, hey, that way you can click in. And that's our way to bring you the best and the most focused reporting on the virus. Now, before we take our first break, did you know that this is National Day of Unplugging? Now, I'm not talking about unplugging and going to the beach. I'm talking about this is the National Day to today and tomorrow, by the way, um, this is the national day to unplug all devices. March 6th and March 7th, 2020, this is the 48-hour period. And so think about unplugging everything. But here is an angle that I was uh, paying attention to. When's the last time you researched all the many ways with your current technology that people could be spying on you. I want to tell you, as I was refreshing what the latest data is, I'm talking about doorbells. I'm talking about some of these online helps. I want to tell you that if you do not keep yourself self-educated and you don't pay attention, you might be very surprised about some sort of breach of your privacy, which probably is non-existent, um, a breach of your data, a breach of your credit, all of that. But today, <clears throat> consider unplugging everything. And I mean unplugging the power supply, turning it off. <clears throat> because they're saying that if you unplug everything and turn it off, at least for an hour or two or for the two days, guess what? Basically, no one's spying on you. Now, there's some exceptions to that, but... Isn't that something to think about? More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. You can be a part of our show today if you want to weigh in on our topics, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. This is Dan Propt for townhall.com. 
big government Democrat politicians are happy to be puppets of corporate interests so long as the strings don't show. They need rhetorical deniability for the campaign trail. Similarly, Democrat primary voters generally embrace socialism by any other name so long as you don't lay bare the repressive implications. They, too, need rhetorical deniability so they may continue to tell themselves they are the true heirs of American values or the thing, as Joe Biden affectionately terms it. Bernie Sanders flamed out on Super Tuesday because he couldn't keep the revolutionary in him under wraps on 60 Minutes two weeks earlier. Rather than sticking to his fairy tale of socialism as harmonious Nordic-style communal living, Sanders let his true self show in the form of cringeworthy praise for Fidel Castro's literacy program in communist Cuba. Democrat primary voters came to Bernie Sanders for the free goodies, but they couldn't stay for the gulags. I'm Dan Proft. Alliance Defending Freedom protecting religious liberty. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. You know, sometimes life makes a full circle. Hi, I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When I was young, I spent time in foster care after my mom died. Today, my wife Jean and I are providing foster care for two at-risk children. There are so many kids today who need a safe place, and the families who are providing that, well, they also need support, whether it be through cooking a meal, running an errand, or even babysitting for them. And that's why Focus on the Family developed Wait No More. This event will help you understand God's heart for children in foster care and then guide you in the process of helping kids in your area. That might mean providing a safe and loving home for a season or maybe a lifetime. It could also mean supporting someone who does. Won't you join us? The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org FL. That's waitnomore.org FL. Here back, Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines open, 877-943-9673. Well, uh, coming up uh, in just a few moments, we'll get to some of the important sound bites of the day with a few comments, and you can weigh in as well. But uh, I want to inform you of um, something that is part of our Florida statutes. And this may or may not, if you give it some reflection, this may have an effect on if and when you decide in the countdown to election day to go and early vote. You can early vote today. What I'm about to tell you may affect whether you will utilize mail-in ballots as has been the case for the last uh, week or two. Why? Let's say... And I don't expect that we have a, a tremendous amount of people listening in this category. But let us just say that you were a Democrat supporter of Elizabeth Warren. And you were so excited about Elizabeth Warren that as soon as early voting was available, you wanted to show your early support and you got it in. Or let's say when early voting started on Monday, maybe you ran right out and registered your vote. And by the way, the same could be said if you were for Mayor Pete. Same could be said if you were Mr. Stein supporter. 
And certainly, how about how about many people in Florida who may have weighed in for Mr. Bloomberg? Well, in the blink of an eye, all three of those individuals are gone. Sirenata. See you later. Na 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 na. You get what I'm saying. Now what do you do? Now you can't do like Buddy Buddy Dreyer did over in Orlando for those uh, in the eastern part of our listening area. Now what was interesting is it was either maybe it was Super Tuesday or it was the day before Super Tuesday. The Democrat mayor of Orlando uh, voted and no, maybe he didn't vote, but at least he publicly expressed his support, are you with me, for Mike Bloomberg, as well as many other prominent folks in Florida. Then Bloomberg has a bust on Super Tuesday. The next morning, he's rubbing elbows with Joe Biden and throwing his support against, uh, uh, throwing his support behind Mr. Biden. Interesting that Buddy Dyer... <laughs> On one day, was uh, uh, just talking about all the reasons why Mike Bloomberg's the guy. Either the next day or the very following day. Whoop! Oops! Oops! Redo! Do over. But he's dire now, supporting Joe Biden. Well, in that sense, the mayor of Orlando got to do a a do over, a redo. But what about if you cast a ballot? You are out of luck. There is no redo of any form of voting here in the state of Florida. You cannot go to your local supervisor of elections office and say, Ah, made a mistake. Would you go through that big stack over there? Or however you voted, you know, or my paper trail. I need, we need to go in this system because I need to vote again. Now, before some of you may get all, you know, wrapped up uh, wanting to, you know, uh, push back. Can you imagine around the state of Florida, if we were foolish enough, and by the way, if we had different leadership, that certainly could happen. That, you know, anywhere up to, let's say, a week before Election Day, you could go down, you could stand in line, the state could pay someone or the county could pay someone to, or someones, to be able to let you change your ballot. To be able to pull that off would be, who knows how much that would cost. Now, obviously, if you're a liberal, uh, you're, you're sometimes less sensitive to what something costs than conservatives. And let me just say, I'm disappointed with some conservatives at every level that they seem to have caught that virus as well, where they don't seem to think much about what they're spending or maybe how much the debt is getting increased. So now that I gave that little asterisk there, because I'm certainly... Uh, on the budget hawk side of the equation. But uh, 
there's no way to redo your ballot. It's done. It's not going to count. It's done. That's why I have, um, and I've mentioned this every election cycle, but I didn't get to it yet. I mean, man, this, this rapid change caught me as much as everybody else. But uh, each year, I always caution people not to vote too, too early. And quite frankly, not to vote until you get into the last uh, two to four days before an election. Because if you're real conscientious about your vote, things may drastically change. Especially in a primary with multiple individuals. Now, that theory is probably a little less uh, relatively important on the Democrat side right now. Because you have only two candidates now, uh, Joe Biden and uh, Bernie Sanders. Clearly, regardless of the pros and cons of each candidate, even among Democrats, there is a clear difference in philosophy. So I don't know if anything would happen the last couple, three, four days to drastically change how you would vote. But if something very, uh, very troubling came out, you might just say, I can't vote for either one of these guys. Now, I always like to see everybody vote, I'll tell you that. But... Uh, I caution you, don't go out and early vote when it opens up. Don't go and do the ballot thing. And by the way, I would never, ever mail my ballot in. If you know what happened in Broward last presidential campaign, there were were boxes of ballots that never got processed out of the Miami airport post office to get to Broward and to Miami-Dade. Get your vote-by-mail ballot, complete it, and uh, take a look at when early voting shuts down. And uh, the last couple of days before the election, usually like maybe a Friday or a Saturday, take your ballot to that ballot place, the early mail ballot. Don't mail it. Drop in only takes you a second to drop it in the box and you know that you know that you know that the election supervisor will will count your vote as long as your signature matches. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Let's hear some quotes about the issues of the day. I'll comment next on the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has toured a neighborhood in Tennessee reduced to rubble by a tornado earlier this week. Statewide, the death toll stood at 24 from a pair of storms. The president now in Marietta, Georgia, meeting with officials with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Passengers aboard a cruise ship off the California coast have been instructed to stay in their cabins as they await test results that could show whether the coronavirus is spreading among the 3,500 people aboard. The results are expected sometime today. Hiring up in February as employers added 273,000 jobs, evidence that the economy was in strong shape before the coronavirus outbreak. The Labor Department says unemployment fell to 3.5 percent. The upbeat jobs report did not sway Wall Street. The Dow fell 256 points today. The Nasdaq down 163. This is SRN News. 
Good news, ladies. Ugly brown spots on your skin might feel like they're the end of the world, but they're not. You can fade those brown spots from view with Dr. Perry's Night Skin Cream. New customers can try night skin free. Diminish the appearance of brown spots on your face, neck, and hands. Try night skin free. Call 1-800-509-4152. Pay only shipping and handling. One per household. Call for your free night skin. Call 1-800-509-4152. That's 1-800-509-4152. I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family, and my heart breaks for children in foster care. Focus on the Family's developed the Wait No More program to guide you in the process of helping kids in your area. Join us. The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org slash FL. That's waitnomore.org slash FL. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. And we're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673. Well, if you've been listening to today, something to think about. You probably know that um, I, among many others, are not a happy camper at all with the minority leader of the United States Senate, Chuck Schumer. The, uh, the antics that he pulled on the sidewalk outside of the Supreme Court are very, very serious indeed. And uh, look, I know, I get it. Uh, it isn't as if uh, President Trump 
cannot be uh, intensive, cannot be uh, passionate, and uh, portions of um, how he will um, address an issue, um, there's aspects that uh, certainly not the way that I conduct my life or what I say to other people, so I get that. But nothing, and come on, I've heard you're trying to do some comparisons, nothing, nothing that President Trump has said rivals the threat that Chuck Schumer made in front of a already worked up uh, a pro-abortion crowd on the steps of the Supreme Court while the court, the separate branch of government, was hearing uh, and hearing the oral arguments on an abortion case. And as I said yesterday, there's no mistake about it, old Chuck was on the sidewalk and he was saying, hey, I'm talking to you, Gorsuch. I'm talking to you, Kavanaugh. He was pointing at the Supreme Court. It's just a total lie and fabrication what his staffer, in fact, his staffer needs to come out and say, you know what, I, I you know, I, yeah, let me just tell you, man, I, you know, I was doing the best I could for my boss. I, that was, it's just, it's just baloney. It really is. And I don't use a lot of those terms because we don't use name-calling on the show or uh, all of those adjectives. But um, come on, let's get real. So uh, I'm perfectly clear, if you haven't heard today, something to think about. I, What should happen is I don't believe whatever's going on or went on, even that moment for Senator Schumer, he should not be a U.S. senator. I think that uh, he should be exposed. Expo- Uh, expelled from the Senate. Now, to do that, it takes a two-thirds vote. So, let's not spend a lot of time on that because that's not going to happen. But he can be censured. That only takes 51 of the 60 votes. The Republicans can do that. And in light of the shenanigans played by the Democrats in the House, um, on all the the impeachment time that we have wasted, and then also the, the trial in the Senate, here we have a clear, 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 on the record, on the video, a, a clear violation of what a statesman, a senior statesman who happens to be, uh, you know, the leader of a party uh, in the Senate, to get on those steps. And they're saying to do what he said and he did. Well, Mitch McConnell, you might not have heard uh, portions of this, but um, Mitch McConnell, who is the leader of the opposing party in the Senate, the majority party, uh, that would be the Republicans, uh, he weighed in on the Senate floor about Chuck Schumer's actions. And I'd like for you to listen in. But most striking of all have been the shameless efforts to bully our nation's independent judiciary. And yesterday, those efforts took a dangerous and disturbing turn. By now, many already know what the Democratic leader shouted outside the Supreme Court yesterday morning. I'm sorry to have to read it into the record. First, he prompted a crowd of left-wing activists to boo two of the associate justices, 
as though Supreme Court justices were professional athletes and Senator Schumer were jeering from the stands. And then the senior senator from New York said this, I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you've released the whirlwind and you, you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions, end quote. Madam President, I'm not sure where to start. There is nothing to call this except a threat. And there's absolutely no question to whom, to whom it was directed. Contrary to what the Democratic leader has since tried to claim, he very, very clearly was not addressing Republican lawmakers or anyone else. He literally directed the statement to the justices by name. And he said, quote, if you go forward with these awful decisions, which could only apply to the court itself, the minority leader of the United States Senate threatened two associate justices of the U.S. Supreme Court, period. There's no other way to interpret that. Even worse, the threat was not clearly political or institutional. As I'll discuss in a moment, these kinds of threats are sadly nothing new from Senate Democrats. This was much broader, much broader. It certainly was much broader, and um, i got to tell you that um, when you think about where we have gotten to today in the rhetoric, and um, remember that our leaders have a lot of people looking up to them. Goes for President Trump. As well, it uh, goes in for Mr. Schumer. And uh, we have got to get civility under control. Now, I want to tell you that um, according to Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy uh, over in the House, he had a press conference, and apparently the fellow Democrats in the Senate are, uh, are allegedly concerned about these comments. And allegedly, there's some talk about, should Chuck Schumer be the Democrat leader? Let's listen. By the way, this is Kevin McCarthy over in the House. He's the minority leader in the House, which means he is head of the Republicans in the U.S. House of Representatives. Let's, let's take a listen. Well, I don't think you should take this lightly. Think about who said this and where they said it. We have three co-equal branches. You have the leader of the Democrats in the Senate standing over the Supreme Court, I believe, before the Supreme Court's going to hear a case threatening two new judges. Threatening them. Is not mincing his words in any shape or form, being cheered by it. We are so much better than that. I don't care if it was a Republican or Democrat doing it is unacceptable, and it is a new low. It's inappropriate, 
It goes beyond just an apology. Is that what he really meant? We know Chuck Schumer. He's been a member of Congress. He's been a, he's been a senator for quite some time, and he's been a leader. That's just so inappropriate. But to take it to that level, it almost brings a threat, not only to those members of the Supreme Court, to others, for others to act. I don't know if Democrats want to change their leadership over it, but I've heard some talk about it. So I wouldn't, I would, from one standpoint of just censuring, I think there's other actions that could probably take place. I've always found inside our party, I think it's a place that you should look at if that's who you want for your leader, if that's the action, the words that you support, then they would probably do nothing. But if they disagree with those actions, I think something should happen. Hmm. Something well, I don't should think happen. Should. And um, again, those were comments yesterday from uh, Kevin McCarthy. And um, so I just wanted to play uh, those two additional follow-up uh, comments on what happened. I think it would be a tremendous mistake for there to be zero disciplinary action taken against uh, Senator Schumer. But um, we'll have to see how all of this uh, plays out. Uh, your thoughts? I think he should have uh, some disciplinary action. What do you think? 877-943-9673. Now, obviously, we were talking about, well, the, the, the foundational topic was... Uh, abortion and the law uh, the, the Louisiana law that was up for review uh, at the Supreme Court was the law requiring an abortion doctor in a clinic uh, to have um, um, uh, resident um, uh, qualifications uh, at the nearest local hospital uh, privileges I should say uh, in case there was uh, an issue with an abortion that did not go uh, as planned. Now, again, looking back at the presidential contest, uh, we all know that Bernie is way on the left left. Remember that the Hyde Amendment was basically no federal dollars would go into the paying for abortions. It wasn't too long ago that we're bipartisan that uh, – uh, the uh, the uproar over the partial birth abortion procedure, the horrific procedure in that third trimester, uh, that was uh, it was a bipartisan position that we wouldn't go there, and now we're going there, or now some on the left are going there. The left is going there, the far left, and even if a baby is having born by accident by the virtual abortion, uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't take the 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 steps to save the baby. Let's look, listen to uh, Bernie Sanders, and um, not that this is going to be uh, a big game changer in the Democrat primary, but uh, you know, should something happen to Joe Biden, and uh, should uh, the broker convention, you know, if that were to happen, go to Bernie Sanders? Let's just remember where he's at on the Hyde Amendment in his own rule, in his own, excuse me, in his own words. Hi, I'm Meredith, and I'm an ACLU Rights for All voter. Um, thank you for already talking about women's reproductive rights. I have a follow-up question. Um, the Hyde Amendment blocks access to abortion for low-income women and trans folks who, who can't pay out of pocket. Will you commit to abolishing the Hyde Amendment so that everyone who needs an abortion can access one? Yes. <laughs> Yes. 
Yes. Um, so we're going to take a break here in just a moment as um, we're considering just where we have come to as a society. The sanctity of life. And oh, by the way, I don't have time to deal with it today. The German parliament yesterday, Germany of all places, remember Adolf Hitler? Remember the Nazis in the concentration camps? Remember the doctors? Remember the experimentation and the killing? You know, it's the Nazis that came up with euthanasia, which means the good death. Well, the German parliament just reversed the, the law of the land, now allowing euthanasia in all places, Germany. Think about that. I'll be right back. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. Big government Democrat politicians are happy to be puppets of corporate interests so long as the strings don't show. They need rhetorical deniability for the campaign trail. Similarly, Democrat primary voters generally embrace socialism by any other name so long as you don't lay bare the repressive implications. They, too, need rhetorical deniability so they may continue to tell themselves they are the true heirs of American values or the thing, as Joe Biden affectionately terms it. Bernie Sanders flamed out on Super Tuesday because he couldn't keep the revolutionary in him under wraps on 60 Minutes two weeks earlier. Rather than sticking to his fairy tale of socialism as harmonious Nordic-style communal living, Sanders let his true self show in the form of cringeworthy praise for Fidel Castro's literacy program in communist Cuba. Democrat primary voters came to Bernie Sanders for the free goodies, but they couldn't stay for the gulags. I'm Dan Proft. Alliance Defending Freedom protecting religious liberty. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool in South Tampa. When I think about Circle C's successes over the last 40 years, I think of Reagan, always a little leader, who rose to become a valedictorian of her class and has been accepted to West Point. Let Circle C Ranch help your child succeed in school and in life. Schedule a tour today at ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here and uh, kind of smiling a little bit, um, not because the, the topic is something to smile about. But right now, uh, President Donald Trump is at the CDC headquarters in Atlanta and uh, having a discussion, probably an impromptu, maybe even press conference. But um, uh, he is uh, there. He's dressed the same way that he was a couple of hours ago in Tennessee. But he has his bright red uh, keep, that's right, keep America great, the K word. He's got his big red hat on, a white open collared shirt. He's got his uh, black um, um, jacket on, what I say jacket on, uh, what am I looking for? Like rain gear uh, with the presidential seal, uh, khaki pants, and so um, I just... Uh, Watching both events, as uh, I'm sure with the Keep America Great hat on, um, even some of my audience is probably uh, fuming about that. Now they heard about that, but also others. Hey, we're going to get back to let you hear uh, about uh, another attack on Vice President Mike Pence because he's a Christian. He's a praying man by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC. First, I want to remind you again, uh, for those of you, especially in our Faith Talk stations, I have a special programming announcement tonight, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, we got a special airing of Faith Answers. And um, that's uh, one of our programs here that airs uh, 12 o'clock on noon on weekends. And that's Pastor Gary Roy. Gary Roy will be with us tonight at 8 o'clock for a special edition of his uh, radio ministry. Faith Answers. That's 8 o'clock on our Faith Talk 570 and 910. Uh, 910 in Plant City, 102.1 in Lakeland, Winter Haven, and 100.3 in Hudson Bayonet Point. Again, Faith Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy tonight. Special program at 8 o'clock. Well, I don't know about you, but I was very encouraged. I mentioned this a couple of days ago. I was very encouraged as a man of faith. Uh, I'm a Christ follower and uh, my approach to the issues of the day are through the lens of a Christian worldview. So um, I, for one, was happy and delighted that 17 members uh, involved with the Coronas Task Force at the White House uh, were photographed uh, praying uh, in the midst of uh, this um, uh, horrendous, uh, not only virus, but this tremendous responsibility before the country. 
Well, as uh, you can imagine, um, the divide in this country and the hostility toward Christianity, the hostility toward anyone who prays, particularly Christians who pray, and uh, this comes from the um, congresswoman from New York that I think has, what, 14, 16, 17 opponents uh, wanting to take her out in her primary. But nonetheless, uh, she was um, on the late night uh, with Seth Meyers' show, um, and uh, she had something to weigh in about uh, the vice president and praying. Let's listen in. I do want to ask Representative Gates how often he washes his hands. Yeah, that would be a good question, because then you don't need the gas mask if you just do that basic stuff. Um, I, I, one of the things that uh, uh-huh. you know, a lot of people are discussing is who uh, the president has chosen to put in charge of this task force. Uh, he chose uh, Vice President Pence. Uh, is it safe to assume that you do not think that's the best of his no. options? No. Yeah. Um, I think that we should have a person who believes in science. Sure, uh, that sounds good. Ideally, what we have is a person who believes in universal health care and paid sick leave and an agenda that actually can help prevent the transmission of disease. Well, let me ask you a question. I thought she went a little further in mocking the fact that he was praying, but, um, you know, you just heard the congresswoman talk about uh, depending on science. Have a final thought. What does science tell us that life begins? Obviously, life begins by the science at conception. Science tells us very few weeks after conception, there's a heartbeat. And not too many weeks after that, science tells us that an unborn baby can feel pain. Isn't it interesting that where we talk about science in one context, but boy, oh boy, we aren't consistent about the science in other contexts. Well, coming up in a moment, uh, you will have Jay Sekulow up next on our answer stations uh, with today's program. And again, thank you for being with us today. However, if you'd like to follow me over to Faith Talk, uh, you can either download our app uh, on the Android or iPhone store, just go to Faith Talk 57910, download it, install it, open it up, and hit the listen now. And uh, if you do, or if you listen online at letstalkfaith.com or terrestrial, I'll be on AM 570, AM 910 in Plant City, uh, 102.1 Lakeland Winter Haven, or 100.3 in uh, Bayonet Point. Um, but I want to tell you that we're going to have our special Friday uh, series with Focus on the Family. Uh, today, we're going to have uh, uh, Dr. DeBrito talking about the Self-Harm Awareness Month that we are now in. We'll also have movie guides Dr. Ted Bear reviewing two new movies, The Way Back and Onward, plus a Chris Platt article about his faith. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away, because I'll be looking for you right here on Faith Talk in just a moment. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg. 
And on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. If you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root who supports you. In verse 20 and 21, it says to the Christians, don't be arrogant. If God didn't spare Jewish people for unbelief, why would he spare you? Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump praised the tremendous heart of Tennessee residents during a survey of tornado damage in the state. The president first viewed the destruction by air, then on the ground, as he toured a neighborhood that was reduced to rubble. During a visit to Cookville, he offered this message to tornado survivors. We love them. They're special people. It's an incredible place, incredible state, a tremendous heart. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee accompanied the president. God has used volunteers to bring hope to people all across our state. The governor called it a painful, tragic week. White House correspondent Greg Clugston says the president later visited a church where he thanked volunteers who were distributing emergency supplies. The president is now in Atlanta where he's touring the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in response to the coronavirus outbreak. Earlier, he signed an $8 billion emergency spending bill to address the spread of COVID-19. But it's an unforeseen problem, not a problem. Came out of nowhere. In Washington, the hardest hit state by COVID-19, King County Executive Dow Constantine says federal help is coming to help with the situation at a virus-stricken nursing home in Kirkland, Washington. A uh, task force of 30 medical professionals who are going to be landing on the ground tomorrow to go to the life care center and to help provide the service that a very uh, strained staff there Uh, very much needs. That's from the United States Public Health Service. And we are grateful that the cavalry is arriving. The virus has killed more than 3,400 people worldwide. Infected people are being identified in more U.S. states, and the virus has emerged in at least four new countries. Closing bell on Wall Street, the Dow down by 257 points, the Nasdaq dropped 163. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. 
Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Oklahoma lawmakers approved the national motto. The Oklahoma House has passed a bill that would require hundreds of public buildings in the state to display the phrase, In God We Trust. The House voted 76 to 20 in favor of the measure, sending it on to the state Senate. The bill's Republican sponsor, House Speaker Charles McCall, says he wants to honor the nation's history, adding, quote, It is our nation's motto. It's on the currency, and it's on buildings throughout this country. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The Republican lieutenant governor of North Carolina has won the right to try and unseat Democratic Governor Roy Cooper this fall. Dan Forrest may be best known as a champion for North Carolina's 2016 bathroom bill, which required transgender students to use the restroom matching the sex on their birth certificate. The law was repealed a year later. Forrest has also spoken out against Cooper's veto of pro-life legislation. He was first elected lieutenant governor in 2012 and re-elected four years later. This is SRN. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, welcome back. It's Friday afternoon, and you know what that means? Well, first up is focus on the family. And uh, I always remind you that Focus on the Family is a 501c3 a charitable organization as far as the IRS is concerned. And that means with all the great work that they do in so many areas, uh, particularly from a Christian worldview, that uh, a lot of the services they offer, they don't charge for. And so uh, if you are one that uses their services or appreciate what Focus on the Family is doing for others, I want to remind you that FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com is the website for those resources uh, for you to use, and also if you'd like to support the ministry. 
Well, there is something that is still in our society today, and it is when people will tend to cut on themselves. And you may think this is a modern phenomenon, but no, if you go back and read very clearly in some passages of the Old Testament, uh, not only was a cutting a part of uh, some of the culture, but it was also used in some of the pagan religious practices. Well, it is a problem in our culture, in our country today, and I'm excited because um, we have with us from Focus on the Family, uh, uh, Joni DeBrito, and she is the Director of Parenting and Youth at Focus on the Family, and she has 30 years of a very deep and diverse experience uh, as a parent, as an educator, as a family life educator. She's been a social worker, administrator, and she's a licensed mental health professional. And with that, we want to welcome you to the Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Well, let's just start from the beginning. Um, this cutting idea, even though we're dealing with it today and we have to deal with some of the social networking platforms, especially that young people like to tie into to do a dare, mm-hmm. but we got to take this back a little further because this is not really new, as I mentioned a minute ago, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's something that's been around for a very long time, but it has worsened probably in the last 20 years or so, just along with other problematic issues, mental health issues are on the rise, um, et cetera. So it is not a new problem, but it has worsened of recent date. So where does this cutting come in? If it's something that wasn't just uh, sort of uh, uh, perpetrated on modern uh, social networking, it's been something in the past, what is it that um, draws some uh, into this situation uh, from the beginning, and, and I know, Dr. DeBrito, you've had a lot of experience here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I would say that there are a couple of different things that tend to drive people towards self-harm. And let me mention also that as while cutting is the thing that we typically associate with self-harm, it also includes burning. Um, sometimes people will have wounds and pick at them so they can't heal, etc. Cutting is the most common form of self-harm, but there are other forms as well. And for most people, usually it's a way that they can externalize internal pain. If you talk to people who, for whatever reason, often it is, you know, out of issues of um, neglect or abuse or what have you, they're having a lot of internal emotional distress and they just don't know how to deal with that pain. So somehow externalizing it in a way that helps them deal with something that's more common because we're used to dealing with external pain, that helps them even though it's a, an unhealthy way to cope. Uh, it's it's definitely driven by this need to externalize pain. When you talk to people who have experienced a lot of trauma and stress, um, and you may even have experienced this yourself, that many people will say, I can deal with the physical pain in my body, but I don't know how to deal with the emotional pain. Probably because from the time we're little, we have experiences of physical pain, and throughout our lifetime, we learn to deal with that. It's a little bit harder to deal with 
emotional distress. So this is one way to externalize the pain. And then once in a while, it also is associated with people trying to gain the attention of other people around them and let them know how much they're hurting inside by showing them through cutting or burning. Mm. Now, today we're talking about this topic because this is Self-Harm Awareness Month. And uh, we are honored to have, uh, from Focus on the Family, uh, Dr. Joni DeBrito with us this afternoon, who is an expert in this field. Um, When you look at someone who has cut or has done one of these uh, um, self-harm, self-procedures, or lack of a better term, um, do you find that there's a little experimentation of a one- or two-time deal? Or do you find that once someone starts um, getting to this point uh, of this self-harm, uh, where is the experimentation and stop and where does the addiction begin? You know, it may start as experimentation, and you're right that for some people it's kind of a one and done or two or three times and done. However, um, it actually can become somewhat addictive. Sometimes when people try to injure themselves, um, it stimulates endorphins or pain-killing hormones, and it ri- raises their mood. So they start learning that actually cutting makes them feel better. So just like people might use a drug or alcohol to make themselves feel better, people may use self-harming for that, and it can become a very addictive behavior. Mm. So if we talk about a young person, uh, you know, junior high school, high school, mid-school, high school, um It seems there's uh, probably two major sources. One is something that may be going on in the home Mm -hmm. or possibly something that's going on at school or in Mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. So when you have, uh, when you become aware of someone that you suspect and maybe as a parent, um, how do you begin to proceed? Because even as uh, someone that is an official counseling situation Mm -hmm. with this person, um, if you don't know what's causing, you know, the person to cut, you may be involving the very people who are providing the environment for uh, the young person to uh, act out inappropriately. Yeah, that's a really good point that you're making there. And so always it's really helpful to talk with the individual first and to try to discern what's going on and where that behavior is coming from. And, you know, one of the great things is that, most, if if the issue is related to some sort of family abuse or neglect or what have you, while the problems may have some source in the family, the solutions are there as well. And so hopefully you can help the young person begin to find better, more healthy ways to cope with pain. And at the same time, you can help those who might be at least a contributor to the pain to find better ways to respond so that they don't encourage that cutting. So um, it's always helpful to try to work with an individual and try to help them alleviate that pain, painful way of coping and teach them new coping skills, but also work that with other people who might be contributing to that. So we really try to wrap those things together. But your point is very good that before you know what the source might be, you need to do some investigation there and start with that individual. Mm. And Dr. Brito, I want to ask a sort of a, a parallel question to that. So you have a set of parents or you have a single parent, 
and uh, either one or two things are happening. Either there could be some inappropriate parenting, and I'll just mm-hmm. leave that in a general sense, sure. or it could very well be that the parents, the parent or parents are acting out fully in love and within their responsibility of being a parent, but sometimes kids can get rebellious, and oh, yeah. sometimes they can act out. Uh, give us a word for the parents, especially those parents who uh, are not acting inappropriately, uh, mm-hmm. but yet they uh, exercise, uh, you know, the, the discipline and the love and all of that. Mm-hmm. How about a word for them? Because they can probably walk away and blame themselves for this. Sure. You know, parenting is hard, and none of us have a guidebook for each one of our children. And if you have more than one child, you realize that you have to change your strategies from time to time for different children and different personalities and so forth. And so I would say that the most helpful thing to do, rather than going down the road of blaming yourself, is to recognize that your child has a problem and try to get help for your child. And hopefully in the process of getting help for your child, someone can also help you to assess where there may be responsibility or where there may be no responsibility. You're absolutely right that while sometimes parents may be contributing, often they're not contributing at all. In fact, often what's contributing is the peer culture that kids are in. One of the number one things we see that contributes to this is all of the social media and um, comparing oneself to things that are going on and, and deciding that you're not as good as other people or feeling left out, feeling as if you're all alone. And so the way you cope with that pain is through self-harm. So I would encourage parents to Take a step back, ask questions, focus on getting your children help, and as you're getting them help, talk with those people who are helping, social workers, uh, counselors, therapists, psychiatrists, etc., whomever might be helping, and say, what can I do to help my child in the best way. And usually in the process of that helping, you'll find out there might be some things that you need to tweak. There may not be. It may just be that your role is to be supportive in nature as opposed to having to do some sort of specific change. If you do need to make some changes, one of the things I want to get across is that I have worked with um, all different populations, uh, different socioeconomic groups, different cultural groups, etc. And I can tell you that very rarely do I have I worked with people who had a an intent to harm their children. That, in other words, they they hate their children. They set out to do the worst that they can for mm, their children. Yes. That is very rare. In most cases. People, if they are harming their children, it's because they were harmed themselves and no one has ever taught them a different way to parent. Um, Or they have, you know, their own trauma that they're trying to deal with, and they're just doing the best that they can. Now, that doesn't justify any sort of thing that might contribute to cutting, but my point is that there are very few parents who set out to intentionally harm their children. And therefore, when it comes to recognizing that their kids are hurting, most parents say, help me, tell me what to do. I want to do whatever I can. I don't want my child to be hurting himself or herself. I want to help. And that's the first step, to just say, I don't know what's going on here. I need help. Help me if there's something I need to do differently, or help me if I just need to come along and be supportive. 
All right. Well, we're going to take a break right now, but uh, Dr. Joni DeBrito is going to be back with us, and I'm going to be talking about some of those external factors uh, during this Self-Harm Awareness Month. Remember, a good resource right now to drill down more is FocusOnTheFamily.com. More of this topic coming up in a moment. I'll be right back. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna Yolinda from Guatemala, where more than half the people live in extreme poverty. What are the children eating today? Only tomatoes with uh, tortilla. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to that whole week. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you bring food, water, hope, and love. You answer the desperate prayers of moms and children. Just $27 a month for the next 12 months feeds a family of four food for a year and water for life through Food for the Poor. Would you make a life-saving gift right now? 855-353-4673. 855-353-4673-855-353-HOPE. Or give online at letstalkfaith.com. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 a.m. as we welcome Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Jesus is real, folks, and He cares about you. I know He's about new beginnings and breaking the bondage over our lives that has held us. And if we'll turn our faces to Him in humility and sincerity, He'll bring freedom to our lives. We don't have to leave here like we came. Don't miss Alan Jackson Ministries. Weekday morning today on Faith Talk 570 and 910. The following segment was pre recorded for broadcast at this time. We were made to be courageous. We were made to lead the way. We could be the generation that finally breaks the chains. We were made to be correct. Hey, welcome back. Bill Bunkley here on this Friday afternoon. And, of course, it's shortly after 5 o'clock. That means it's our segment with Focus on the Family. And today we're talking about a topic that everyone should be aware of. Well, it is Self-Harm Awareness Month, and that's what we're doing this afternoon. And we're talking about having a better awareness. Uh, joining me this afternoon from Focus on the Family is Joni DeBrito, Dr. Joni DeBrito. And uh, she is an expert in this field, third. 30 years of diverse experience, uh, all sorts of qualifications. And uh, Dr. DeBrito, I want to come back in. Uh, a couple questions. Number one, if if someone is cutting, do we automatically make the assumption that they're cutting because they want to kill themselves? No, not necessarily. It could be that they are at higher risk of feeling suicidal, but not everyone who cuts is intent on dying by suicide. So we need to make sure that we don't make that assumption. But we also want to make sure, because we don't know exactly what might be going on, that we always take every situation of 
um, cutting or burning or any sort of self-harm very seriously. So we don't make a joke about it. We want to make sure that we reach out and we chat with a person who is self-harming to kind of find out what's going on. Are you, and it's fine to ask, are you feeling suicidal? But very often, it's not because someone is feeling suicidal. It really is really trying to externalize the pain, as I talked about before. Mm. What a, a middle schooler or a high schooler? Now, especially a middle school, I'm learning as a parent of a 14, soon to be a 15 <laughs> year old in eighth grade, mm-hmm. that uh, transitioning from the uh, sort of the elementary school mentality. Uh-huh. To discovering the, these opposite sex individuals are, are are not you know you don't you don't sh- you don't run for the hills now you're embracing it. you got all this <laughs> stuff going on and um, you're all they're all trying to find their place and they do things for attention. In fact, the other day probably doesn't come under self harm, but I'm trying to figure out what's happening on TikTok where two kids will stand together and kick the one in the head in the middle and crack his head open. Boy. I guess I'm just getting a little old. I guess I don't even know if that. That probably doesn't qualify as self-harm, but it certainly is a conspiracy there. But uh, how much of this is just getting attention, or how much is this is really not having the coping skills in this transition time to know what to do properly to respond to some of these emotions? Well, we don't know for sure in every case, and so you have to keep observing to kind of try to figure that out. And sometimes it's a contribution of both kind of a little bit of experimentation, trying to figure out what to do. Um, And sometimes also people will get attention around that, and so they continue to do it to gather that attention. But here's what's really important. Very often you'll hear someone say, oh, yeah, this person has been doing this for a long time, and she just does it to get attention. And while that might be true, that doesn't mean just ignore it and it's going to go away. Because if you think about it, it's not a normal way to get attention. Cutting on your arms and bleeding or burning your skin is not a normal way to get attention. So if you have a child of any age that's doing that, even though it may be a cry for attention and it may be an inappropriate cry, you need to respond very seriously. And the biggest reason for that is because we know that even when sometimes people are just looking for attention, sometimes they cut deeper than they mean to cut and they actually do harm and they may die accidentally. They may try things. Um, As you mentioned, this is especially during those adolescent years, it's a time of risk-taking, so they tend to take greater risk, which in some ways is really good. You know, there are good (laughs) aspects of that because it drives kids to do things and challenges them, but there's that fine line between healthy risk-taking and not-so-healthy risk-taking. And I think we would all agree that, you know, starting to carve up your skin and bleeding and burning your skin is definitely not a good way to explore or gain attention. Mm. Quick questions. I want to talk about, uh, I know you've got some resources, but a quick question, and I don't know whether it was me or the Lord laid this on my heart. I have no background information to, to one way or another. Um, is there any kind of trends out there in social media where one person, say it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, or a potential boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. do you have any, uh, is there any kind of, well, you know what, if you love me, uh, show me on your arm where you're going to cut me. Is there any of that going on in the culture, or is it usually a self-decision uh, outside of that? 
Oh, no. I would say that there's a lot of that going on. Um, really? You're absolutely right there. Not only is there a lot of it going on, but unfortunately, I'm sure this won't surprise you, there are websites that teach kids how to cut in the most effective ways, how to burn mm-hmm. in the most effective ways, Mm-mm-mm. just as there are websites that teach people how to starve themselves if they have eating disorders. There's a lot of really awful information on the Internet. And as we know, one of the things that happens for uh, preteens and adolescents and even young adults is their peers become more important in their lives and more influential. Mm -hmm. And that means their peers can influence them in very positive ways to be parts of of groups where they're, you know, affirming to one another and helping one another, and they can also encourage them to go down the road of self-harm and any number of other really unhealthy um, kinds of behaviors. There's in the suicide area, there's a uh, cyber, I think it's called cyber bully suicide, and it stands for, you know, when you're cyber bullied, and then because you're being cyber bullied, then people are encouraged to commit suicide. You know, the Internet is such a great opportunity as a place for people to connect and stay connected and learn about the world and so forth. But then there's the the negative side of the Internet as well, where kids are exposed to things that they never would have been exposed to before Mm. in greater numbers. So Mm. you're absolutely right that there are those opportunities for kids to be encouraged online, encouraged Mm. to hurt themselves. All right, got about a minute and a half left. Uh, first of all, number one place to go for a resource is FocusOnTheFamily.com. But Dr. DeBrito, you've got some more resources. we got about a minute and a half left. Tell us about those. Sure. I mentioned that uh, self-harm is not always something that is indicating attempting suicide, but I do want people to know that we have a biblically-based prevention uh, and response program for suicide called Alive to Thrive, which is free to everyone and it can be found at learn, L-E-A-R-N dot alive to thrive dot com. And I mention that because very soon we are going to have a new ebook on there on self-harm written by Dr. Mark Mayfield. So people can be watching for that probably within this month that will be posted and there will be lots of information on self-harm there. There's also through the National Association, uh, excuse me, National Alliance on Mental Illness, a crisis line people can call for all things related to mental health, 1-800-950-6264. And then I always encourage people to take a look at therapists or counselors that they trust in their area or local mental health centers to get the help that they need. Mm. All right. Now, let's remember that if you want to get that information and you were in your car, we go off the air at 6 o'clock. Shortly after that, go to our podcast page at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and you can download or listen to those resources and this interview. We're all out, we're all out of time, but Dr. DeBrito, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for your great information, and uh, we hope to see you again in the future. Great. Thanks so much to you. You're welcome, and I just appreciate you having me on to talk about this. Amen. God bless you. All right, more of the Bill Bunkley Show in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump has toured a neighborhood in Tennessee reduced to rubble by a tornado earlier this week and marveled at, quote, the tremendous heart he witnessed. He also offered a message for survivors and those who lost family members, saying, we love them, they're special people. 
Mr. Trump toured hard-hit communities in Putnam County where a tornado tore a two-mile-long path, killing 18 people, including five children under 13. Many more people were injured. Statewide, the death toll stood at 24 from a pair of storms. The president toured one street Friday where eight people were killed. That street filled with debris where houses once stood. Boeing's been hit with 61 safety fixes for its astronaut capsule. NASA released the outcome of a joint investigation into last year's botched test flight of Boeing's Starliner space capsule. On Wall Street, the down on by 257. This is SRN News. Oh, wow! It can't be. Oh, yes, yes, yes! Oh, where have you been? If you snore, the first time you use mute can be quite an experience. <laughs> I can breathe! I can breathe! Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. <laughs> Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep. <sighs> That's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers hey bill carl here from mornings on faith talk 570 and 910 and if you're a pastor associate or church employee this is for you for years moss nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the you serve you save program now if you serve god in our community you're included Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines, ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you. And ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan. Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. We're going down.
Hey, welcome back. Uh, well, as I say each and every week, it's Friday afternoon, and uh, one of the best segments of the week as we are segwaying into the weekend is an opportunity to speak with our experts at Movie Guide, and yes, they are experts at what they do. Remember that uh, Movie Guide at MovieGuide.org is my preferred recommended website for you to make sure that you have bookmark on your home or office PC. Plus, when you're out and about, hey, make sure you have that Movie Guide app either on your iPhone or on your Android phone because especially uh, with the kiddos in the car or even for your own eyes or your spouse's eyes or your friends, uh, making sure of uh, the content that you're putting in front of your eyes, that is something that the Bible is very, very clear about. Well, today uh, we have the founder and publisher of Movie Guide with us all the way from uh, out in Los Angeles, and that is Dr. Ted Baird. Dr. Baird, thank you for being with us today. Oh, you know, it's always fun to be with you, Bill. I'm glad we're full of energy and joy today. Hmm. Now, we got a couple of movies to review, but something that uh, we didn't signal to you, but I'm sure you have a, a thought or a comment to lead us, and that is I think that the, what, the 25th edition or certainly the latest edition, maybe the last of this 007 uh, particular actor, I think it was supposed to come out in May or June, and they have postponed it because of concerns about attendance over the coronavirus. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts is that Hollywood has got a lot of problems right now, and uh, Disney um, is very concerned about Mulan because they thought their big audience would, you know, it used to be that the United States and uh, was about 70 to 80% of the audience now Last year, it dropped below 50% of the worldwide audience, and uh, China is, is sometimes beats out the United States. So Milan was designed, actually, by a friend of mine when he was the head of Disney to reach that Chinese audience, and the first one, the animated version, didn't make any money So uh, in China because they didn't pay you. But now they figured out how to do that, but now all the theaters are closed. So they're, they're scrambling. All the studios are scrambling. MGM desperately needs Bond because MGM is the weakest studio. Uh, We can go over its history because I know its history very well. Um, But anyway, it was was bought. It sold off its library. It's it's got very little to to show for it, so it needs Bond a lot. And uh, I think everybody's worried out here. Everybody's worried about the coronavirus or COVID-19 or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Well, I can tell you on a regional basis, I thought about this, certainly, and uh, we've been, uh, we have a special website that I've been referring people to with all of the CDC, World Health, et cetera, et cetera, and we're letting our audience uh, get the facts when they want to go and get them. But obviously, uh, with what's happened in California, it had a little more exposure to people traveling in and out and then the cruise ship. So it's understandably that probably the folks in California are much more concerned than, say, those of us down here uh, in the southeast in Florida. Uh, though we're concerned, but certainly not the focus that you have there. So I can understand uh, the industry that lives there uh, having uh, uh, heightened concerns. But, you know, uh, I, the airlines, cruise ships, and now it occurred to me that, depending on how we go forward, that uh, we could have some empty movie theaters. And, yes, it could be as crippling as some of the things we're thinking about, say, in terms of the airlines uh, as far as revenue and moving forward. Well, you know, it's a worldwide business. Uh, in fact, it's the United States' leading export in the world. 
uh, it makes more money than anything else in profit because once you make the film, everything else is profit. Although the studios have a way of hiding the profits so nobody who worked on it can ever get their share of the profits. Mm -hmm. We can talk about that. I teach a whole course on it. But Italy shut down. You know, Germany is going to be treacherous. Uh, of course, the Middle East is all shut down. So it, it, there are big swaths of the world that were the audience for Hollywood movies that are now gone. We, we are the predominant movies in most of those countries. Actually, last year was the first year that some local Chinese movies beat out the American movies. But American movies usually win the box office in every country around the world. Mm. Well, let's get back to this weekend because uh, folks are going to be looking for something to do. And so we like to just take a quick look, uh, just a surface look at uh, this week, a couple of movies that are going to be opening. Uh, the first one I'd like uh, Dr. Bear to comment on. And by the way, before I ask him to comment, just remember that uh, a movie guide is a 501c3 charitable organization in as much as they are on the mission field, not only in Los Angeles, Hollywood, but around the globe. You heard Dr. Bear talk about the, the various different courses that he teaches. And uh, when he's out and about, uh, he's always on a mission to give a testimony to Jesus Christ and his principles. So uh, if you enjoy uh, the protection and the information, please go to movieguide.org and consider not only praying for them, but also a contribution. So, Dr. Bear, we've got one to talk about first. It's called Onward. Uh, tell us about this one. Well, Onward is a a good Pixar movie. It's very fun. It's very entertaining. It's extremely witty, just like every Pixar movie. It's uh, The director um, grew up, his father died before he could even remember him, so that's really his story. It's about one boy, the young boy, uh, Ian, who doesn't uh, remember his father, and his older brother, Barley, does remember it, exactly like the director's story. And they go on a mythic quest. They live in a mythic world. The world has, uh, you know, unicorns and and uh, all sorts of mythic animals and creatures. Uh, but the mythic uh, uh, spiritual side of the mythic has turned over to uh, technology. So now technology rules, and they've forgotten how to be uh, spiritual whatsoever. <laughs> but Barley is caught up in all these mythic games, so he takes them on the quest to uh, – they. Their father gives him a uh, staff. He, they bring him half back. It's just from the pants down. It's very funny. Um, you know, there's magic in it, but there's also Christian comments in it. That opens up with a picture of the Holy Grail. It talks about being born again. And so it's got a mixed bag of elements in it. I'd say you need to uh, be careful enough to make sure that your children are able to understand that. And uh, make sure your children are, are careful about discerning the fact that there's a difference between Christianity. It's almost like it's trying to be Tolkien or C.S. Lewis, and it it almost gets there. It almost gets to that point. Uh, it does have one character, which everybody is upset about because it claims to be LGBTQ. It's a very quick scene. In fact, the LGBTQ uh, community, because it opens today, got angry that it's another one of these characters that if you blink, you miss, you miss the character. Actually, mm. the character is a woman who's a policeman who says, my girlfriend uh, has a little boy. That's it. My girlfriend has a little boy. Well, my daughter has a lot of girls who are her friends right. who are not, you know, who, and she's married and she's having another baby. So this is 
you know, in fact, I've, I have an office full of women who have uh, girls as friends and uh, otherwise. So it's very ambiguous, ambivalent, and the LGBT, you know, I was thinking about it as you called. I was thinking this is such a great movie and it has such good things about discovering your brother and learning how to live together and, uh, you know, the, the whole thing of bringing the father back is sort of ancillary to that and the adventure that you go on in life. There's so much good in here. And Hollywood is is, is trying hard to appease all these different audiences, mm-hmm. including the Christian audience. That's why they put the image of the Holy Grail. That's why they talk about being reborn. Uh, so they're trying to appease all these audiences. And at some point, you know, Bill, you can't do that. You just cannot do it. And uh, they've already made people upset on both sides of the equation yes. uh, you can't win for trying to make everybody happy it, you you won't do it although mm-hmm. i have to tell you i think if you went to see it and you blinked you would not see that scene mm. well i want to tell you we only scratched the surface so make sure you go to movieguide.org that's movieguide.org uh click on for the new releases onward and uh, read the details of this movie. It's very well made, four stars quality, but a minus one, uh, discretion advised for older children. Well, we've got another one opening up uh, that we want to comment on today, Mr. Ben Affleck. It's called The Way Back. Dr. Bear, what do you think about this one? Well, The Way Back, it's another four-star, very entertaining movie. It's uh this time it's not the director's story. It's almost Ben Affleck's story because he destroyed his marriage and he regrets it through alcoholism. His father was an alcoholic. He says he doesn't want to pass his sins on to his children. And he's come back to faith. It's about a um, middle-aged man who is a great basketball player, Jack Cunningham, who drinks all day. And his Catholic high school calls him up and asks him to coach. And as he's coaching, he's got to figure out whether he's going to help the team or continue drinking. And it's a story of redemption and revival and coming back to Christ. It's a Catholic uh, um, venue, but he has to make a a decision, and he has to be redeemed. And he knows that. And just like, uh, you know, Ben Affleck, um, there's a lot of foul language. That's the only problem with the 98 obscenities and 59 F. F words. So that's why it's minus two. And and the interesting thing is, you know, when we started, there was only one movie with positive Christian content, and then it became family movies with positive Christian content, like Onward. And now we see movies in every category. We see um, recently a movie came out that was explicitly Christian, but it was minus three for all the, the bad content in it. So, you know, they they're, they found the audience but they don't understand the concerns of the audience, which is too bad. And uh, they always think that they're being true to life when they do this, and it's not being true to life at all. Mm. Well, remember that the way back, it's very well made, four stars, but a lot of cautions here, a minus two, discretion advised for adults as well. Find out why by going to movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Last but not least, we've got a new article, got about a minute, minute and a half left. Uh, it is an article by Allison Venata and it, uh, of the staff there at Movie Guide. Chris Pratt opens up about the night he first encountered God. Tell us about this article. So the good news is that Chris Pratt is becoming more and more uh, overt about his faith. And um, 
And that's great. I, uh, I think that uh, every time we get somebody who ch changes the world, who wants to, who's very popular in Hollywood, and that he finds out. Now, Chris Pratt's story, if you remember the whole story, not just the part that we put in, was that he uh, he, he lost his uh, – he didn't have any faith. He was living in a van. He was practically homeless. He was down and out. He was on the good times roll, and he and Jesus told him to stop and said, uh, really? And he, Jesus talked to him, reached out to him, and he came to Christ. I understand this message because – I grew up as a son of actors, and I grew up doing a lot of the same type of stuff, and uh, Jesus talked to me, Jesus saved me radically. Uh, and when he got saved, you know, a lot of people found out about it, and then he was backsliding again. So um, it's a good, it's, a, it's an excellent insight. Being a Christian is not instant pudding, you know. I don't, I don't know whether you've met Bob Dylan, but I've met Bob Dylan, and I know the man who led him to Christ, and... Uh, Bob Dylan chafed when everybody came out and talked about him being a Christian. Uh, and it's tough to be a Christian in the headlights of the, the Christian community. Yes. <laughs> it's tough being a Christian at any time, but when you've got the whole Christian community, you know, shining their lights on you, it's, it's very difficult. Okay, we'll have to leave it there. Time is running out, unfortunately, today. Dr. Ted Bear has been my guest. That website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. Drill down, find out more about the article and today's feature reviews. Dr. Bear, as always, thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You too. All right, some final thoughts. Uh, stay tuned. Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm -hmm, phones, mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds, mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. Hi, I'm Sally Harris, founder of Circle C Ranch Academy, a nationally accredited preschool in South Tampa. When I think about Circle C's successes over the last 40 years, I think of Dreama, who loved drama and singing camp songs at the top of her lungs. Now she's a successful actor. Let Circle C Ranch help your child succeed in school and in life. Schedule a tour today at ccranchacademy.com. That's ccranchacademy.com. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 
on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. For more details and to join Alistair Begg, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When my mom died, I went into foster care at age nine. Now my heart breaks for children with similar stories. That's why Focus on the Family developed the Wait No More program to help families understand God's heart for children in foster care. That could mean providing a loving home for a season or a lifetime. The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org slash FL. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here for some final thoughts of the week. And uh, as always, boy, the Lord has just carved up a a very interesting series of events uh, of the last few days. And, of course, we continue to uh, pray about uh, the coronavirus and asking Lord to not only limit uh, the spread of it here in America, but, of course, across the globe. And uh, with the economy actually abruptly changing, uh, meetings canceled, airline flights uh, and airlines uh, being in a, in a pickle right now with all the cancellations. And, of course, people that are going home. And uh, I talked about earlier about the fact that there are some indications that the Internet uh, may get clogged up during the day with all the new temporary home workers, where the paradigm certainly can can change on a dime. And, of course, we saw that last weekend when uh, uh, Bernie Sanders was the presumptive favorite. Then we had South Carolina. Then it was Mr. Biden. And three days later, Mr. Biden killed uh, Mr. Sanders. And by the way, this week with the Michigan primary coming up, and uh, if Mr. Biden doesn't doesn't finish off Mr. Sanders there, which I think he will, uh, well, Senator Sanders will probably be taken out by Vice President Biden by the time we close shop here the following week with the Florida primary. But also this week, what a wonderful opportunity we had to get together with hundreds of ladies for our ladies' night out. Um, I just want to tell you again, uh, so many of uh, the folks came up, ladies came up and uh, personally told me that uh, uh, that they're praying for me. And uh, some went into just detail about once a week and how they're praying. And I want you to know how humbled I am 
but also to to be with a, a group of followers of Christ in the culture that we live in today. And so uh, on behalf of all of our staff, I hope those of you listening today uh, really, really, really got blessed with uh, what happened last night. So, um, of course, we had uh, probably one of the most uh, reprehensible acts I think I've ever seen in the history of the Congress, and that was Mr. Chuck Schumer standing uh, on the sidewalk of the United States Supreme Court as the uh, Democrat minority leader of the United States Senate, threatening two members on the court. Um, the folks, that, that is more than just a, a casual bit of uh, political rhetoric. That is That was a dangerous thing to do and wholly unacceptable for anyone who's been elected to higher office representing all the people. And so um, with that, we go into this weekend. And uh, I guess the Congress, uh, or at least the House or whatever, uh, I get the Senate would be included as well. We've got daylight savings time. Remember that on uh, Saturday, uh, we spring back. So go to bed an hour early. Uh, I'll probably go to bed around 8 or 8.30 because uh, I'm up early teaching an 8 o'clock class, uh, Bible fellowship class at my home church, Idaho Baptist Church. But uh, here we go again, Florida. Whatever happened to states' rights? And I'm repeating on probably something I said earlier today, but uh, we're supposed to be a republic with the individual states. Here we've had a request in with, I think, what, seven other states, somewhere in that neighborhood, requesting that we just stay on daylight savings time year-round and not doing this fall back, uh, uh, you know, or spring forward. And uh, right now, I guess I guess the Congress has just, has just been too busy with impeachment and, and other items to get to it. But on the other hand, I guess I shouldn't feel too bad because they don't have time to work out a budget either. Makes you wonder, well, just what are they up to? And I just point that out for some uh, constructive criticism. But uh, anyway, go to bed a little bit earlier, and then we're going to see a significant difference. Uh, And, of course, the days will be getting longer and longer and longer as time goes forth, and uh, uh, we'll all adjust ourselves uh, accordingly. Well, we've got a final item. We've got one more week of the regular session of the Florida legislature coming up uh, next week. But I've got some news for you. They are not going to finish the session as scheduled a week from today. That will be next Friday. And the reason is, is that the way the budget process is set up and the time once the House and the Senate uh, in Florida, in the Florida legislature, agree on the budget, there's a cooling off period. And so um, they haven't even come to an agreement. And we hope, I hope that... uh, uh, there'll be special conference meetings this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, uh, for members of the House and Senate to get together to uh, uh, get as close as they can to the two budgets uh, to match uh, with both chambers. And then when they get that close, they'll then what we call bump it up to the Speaker of the House, Mr. Oliva, and the President of the Senate, Mr. Galvano. Those two leaders of the two houses will work out the final differences. But the uh, they're a little bit more delayed, no big deal, but they're not going to be able to vote uh, on the budget in, in all practicality by midnight next Friday. So we don't know whether it be two or three days. We don't know whether they'll tell the members uh, just hang out for two or three for another weekend into the first the following week. Or if they're far away, they may tell them to go home for a week. Nonetheless, the only thing the legislature has to do is to pass that budget so it's implemented by July the 1st. 
So um, that's a quick look back and a quick look forward. As always, on behalf of Jose Cruz and myself, I want to tell you that we would not be here if it were not for you. Thank you so much for your love for Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for your interest in not only uh, the messages from uh, some of the greatest Bible teachers in the land, uh, but also uh, for those of you that hang out at different periods through the three-hour presentation of the Bill Bunkley Show. Going to wrap things up and uh, got a few, uh, you know, to-do list uh, items around the house. But, hey, I look forward to being right back with you Monday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon for another three-hour episode of The Bill Bunkley Show. Until then, hey, thanks for being with us. Have a wonderful, blessed weekend yourself. Have a great one. God bless and good afternoon.